0: Okay, Welcome to episode 31 of the MUFC pubcast. Now something again a little bit different this week. Um, Myself and Larry can't beat up this week so we are doing our first trial on the internet using Discord so please bear with us if there's any technical difficulties because we both have no idea what we're doing so hopefully this records (laughs) and hopefully um, we make a little bit of sense trying to put together that Newcastle match but Larry how's things? Oh,
1: Tom, you know, it's a public holiday. You're looking forward to it. You're like, oh, you know, 2.30 a.m. game. But it's all right because we got the day off. I kind of wish I stayed in bed.
0: Well, I couldn't get to sleep. wasn't a good result, I, was it? I couldn't really get to sleep and I started flicking through the s- scores of the previous games, the midnight games, and um, ended up watching the second half of that. So I was up from, I didn't get to bed till full time, 4.30. I was filthy with them. Ruined everything. Ruined the public holiday for me. Um, We might as well just get straight into the actual Newcastle match then. Where on earth do you begin?
1: Mate, just across the board. Just not no quality whatsoever. No tactical direction. I'm just not sure. Tom, we've always said that with Solskjaer, it was going to be a difficult journey. And there was going to be ups and downs, and there's going to be blips on the way. But what have we always maintained? the whole way through it's as long as there's an identity, as long as we can see that there's an improvement, you know, we can, we can stick with it. Now, yesterday was probably the first time where I'm watching the game and I had no idea what we were trying to do. Everything we, anytime we had the ball, we gave it away. Um, I think for me, some players have shown that they are not up to Manchester United quality. Uh, and uh, did we have a shot on? Did we have a shot on goal? I actually can't recall hit one. us having any. Pereira
0: hit one from about thirty yards that could have been classed uh, Pereira, as a back pass.
1: Yeah. Other than that, dreadful performance. And this is this is Newcastle, right? This is a team that got demolished five nil last week by Leicester. Um, mate. Honestly, I I don't know where to. I don't know where we go from here. Well, the, and, the and it, and it doesn't get any easier.
0: Oh God, we'll get into that in a little bit. But the scary thing is, they were sitting in nineteenth, so second from bottom. This was not a shock at all. This was Newcastle could potentially win this match, and they ran out deserved winners. It's not, it's not a shock at all.
1: No, and um, uh, I got to give credit to uh, what was the Newcastle player, the, the fellow with the the headband, Saint
0: Saint Maxim or Maximum or Maxim? Yes, Saint
1: Saint Maxibon Ice Cream, absolutely brilliant. <laughs> uh, watching him, like, every time he got the ball, he just dribbled through our midfield. Um, and i got to say, I think... Maybe I'm being a little bit harsh. I think that's Harry Maguire's worst performance for United Did, so it... far.
0: Take away his missed header. I thought he was actually okay. Um, I thought mate, t- for the t- 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 goal, though, t- 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 m- mm- he failed to shut
1: down. He just sort of stood there like a statue. I'm just like, mate, just put your body in front of him. He, he just stood there. But thought, and he, he okay, put well, his...
0: We can look at sort of individual instances, and rightly so, that sort of is an important part of the performance. But I thought both he and Toons quite worked well quite well together. Um, it was, okay, the, the, the header he missed in the first half was inexcusable, oh, he had to score that. Me. But I thought as a partnership yeah. in terms of their understanding and positioning, Toons Avey and Maguire looked quite good. Oh. <laughs>
1: Yeah, look, for the most part, I agree. I don't think Maguire had a bad game as a whole, I I guess. I should have worded that better. But what I'm saying is when you pay that much for a defender, and, you know, this comes down to the Smallings and the Jones. These guys didn't perform badly over the 90 minutes. It was, our biggest criticism was they had the moments in them. The moment of stupidity, the moment of clumsiness, the moment of, um, you know, a calamity. For me, it, while it wasn't a calamity, it was poor defending by Maguire there. I just expect someone with his experience, and yeah, he's showing leadership and pointing and directing, and that's great, but you need to shut down the man with the ball. That That's under sixes, football. Yeah. Um, And that was disappointing. But I definitely agree with you. If I was to take one bright spot out of that game, A B was outstanding.
0: Yeah, well, again, I felt for him because, and we're going to get into Solskjaer in a little bit, the, the Solskjaer's biggest weakness, I thought, was again in the dealing with Zabi. He was playing so well, and when that injury happened to Delo, um, Delo got injured. You thought, okay, bring Rojo on, shift Young to the right, put your Rojo in at left back, but he put Zabi out there, and it just sh- shuffled the back four just too much. And I think was it, it look like we we're playing with a back three? Was it not long after that they got their goal um, after Rojo came on? Yeah, but, you
1: know, I'm not going to say it was down to Rojo. Oh, no, that no, that no definitely
0: not Rojo, but the, yeah. the sh- shift even back four, moving 2 and Zabie to the right-hand side, where I think it would have made more sense if um Young was sh- shifted over there, Rojo on the left, and then you keep 2 and Zabie, Maguire in the middle.
1: I think we actually, uh, unless I got this wrong, it, for me it looked like we actually moved to a back three. It was 2 and Zabie, uh Maguire, and Rojo. And then you had Ashley Young almost playing like a wing-back position uh, on the left. Uh,
0: to be yeah, fair, I was, the, I was watching the match with the, hand, my, the head in my hands. I can't think back. Uh,
1: <laughs> yeah, it looked like we went to a back three uh, when Rojo came on. And, but, like, uh, you know who was really disappointing? Uh, Rashford, particularly oh. in the first half. He was not even... You know what? The one thing I could always give Rashford is he He's ran... Worked. No matter what, his work rate, or lack thereof in the first half, was abysmal. He, did, he
0: looked disinterested. Well, I mentioned it last week, and it's something that he gets sort of, it's, it's overlooked. I don't want to see his attitude problem, but I think he's starting to show that he is. He's, he's on this big wage now. He walks around, he's trying his tricks and flicks, he's pulling rank on free kicks, and nothing is working. And he's just, again, it's not arrogance, but it's his cockiness, which he has no right to be cocky. And because he he knows he's going to play every week, and he shouldn't be playing every week, he needs to be rested. He needs to be sent to a beach in Dubai. Um, Hopefully, the international break will do a little bit of good for him. But I just do not understand how he's playing week in, week out.
1: Well, he's been picked in the England squad, and I I
0: think Jesse Lingard was rightly dropped from it. I don't understand how Rashford is maybe a bit of the poster boy.
1: Well, no doubt. I mean, he plays well for England and why he plays well for England is because he plays in wide positions most of the time. Now, for me, as we've said before, uh, Rashford's best position is probably wide. He doesn't have the instinct of a goal scorer to put himself in the right positions. I don't know where we go from here, Tom, because tactically, I don't know about you, but we looked naive. Um, There was nothing, uh, and at no point did it look like we could have even created anything. I, I know you love Juan Mata, but he was almost anonymous in that game. See, I don't recall him doing anything.
0: I'll put that down to, as you say, in terms of the tactical side of things. He was playing on the left-hand side with Daniel James through the middle. It just made no sense. Play matter through the middle. Um, again, yeah, he didn't have a great game. But I think you need smart players on the pitch. And he's on a different level in terms of the pitcher he has. The game, when he gets the ball to his feet, he knows what should happen or what he wants to try and do but as you alluded to before some other players get the ball and it's just oh, I'll pass to him cuz he's free or I'll try and kick it forward cuz that's where the goal is okay matter has a picture in his in his head when the ball goes to Rashford he's not thinking he's thinking how can I do a step over how can I how can I look good okay it's just everyone's on different wavelengths and um look you know, I have to be honest matter wasn't fantastic He was quite poor but I think a lot of it does come down to those around him. If you put him in a midfield there, a Man City or a Liverpool midfield, where players who are thinking two, three steps ahead, that's when you're going to see the best of matter. But when the ball's just kicked to him out on the left-hand side and said, hey, can you create something there for us? And it's Marcus Rashford making a run into a dead end. No, he's not going to create anything from there.
1: Yeah, uh, talking about players who didn't perform, oh, I mean, yeah, uh, it should be his last game. It well, should be his last game in the United shirt, but Fred for me, Fred, oh,
0: dreadful. Well, I had big hopes for him this season. I thought, okay, second season, see how he develops. And I'm not going to sort of end one's career on one game. But after that game, I'm done. I I, I don't think he has anything left in him to, to offer. I think I've seen enough now, and he's not good enough. And look, he's obviously a good player. He's a Brazilian international. Man City were keen on him. The thing that lets him down most is his awareness. He doesn't know, know what's happening around him. He can get the ball back to goal, and he literally thinks no defender's behind him. So he d- he turns, and he turns into trouble. And your awareness in the midfield needs to be on point, and he has the awareness. So might as well throw Jeanette, my wife, in midfield and say, can you do a job? You know, she'll read the game <laughs> better than Fred's doing. No offence, Jeanette, <laughs> if she listens to this.
1: Yeah, he was really poor.
0: Tom, should we start talking about Solskjaer? Was there, was there any other performances worth? Well, you, we can call it performances. Was there anything else worth discussing in terms of the players? There's 2 and oh. 8 again was a standout, I think, um, which we quite alluded to. Ashley Young was Ashley Young. McTominay the again, hey I, I thought. M- McTominay was um. good again, I thought. But that is a case oh. of... To, I feel like but, he
1: didn't really offer much with the ball, though, did he? Yeah,
0: you no, know, but but I think that's what we mean. I think that's a sad sign of the times is that is a good performance for us now. Like he's doing his job, what the type of player he is. But again, that's not good enough. But you can't criticise him for that because he is what he is.
1: There's too many players in this squad where it's a matter of they are what they are. Um, and, and it's clear they're not good enough. Um, but for me... I think it's time for the manager to put his hands up as well because the setup yesterday, right? Now, United don't have a good squad, okay? We, we can all see that. Is this squad worse than Newcastle? Because for me, they're not. By any means. Like, that's not our level. So for me, when you start losing to Newcastle 1-0, and you know what? It wasn't even a case of we had our chances and then they took theirs. It wasn't like, say, the Wolves match or Crystal Palace, where we were probably the more dominant, deserved to win, but Palace won. This was clear cut. Newcastle were the better were the better team, and they won
0: the game. Well, it's all, almost a case like I think. What was the comparison we drew? But back, back to Leicester, you look at the players, and yes, we have better players than Newcastle. But when I was actually looking at it, really, do we? Like that, they showed far more quality than the players we have. Like there's a very good chance our next transfer window could result in a midfield of Sean Longstaff, Scott McTominay, and Manny Longstaff. Cause they're Please do mid- say that. They're the be- 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 um, better midfielders than we have. But, okay, you have to take Pogba out, and if we're a mid-table side, there is no way Pogba stays. So at the moment, Scott McTominay is our best midfielder. Well, the two Longstaff brothers proved that they're better than McTominay, or, okay, potentially better than McTominay, they walk into our midfield. So at the moment, Newcastle, the team sitting 19th. Have a better midfield than us. Up front, you can argue Rashford on his day would be better than maybe one or two of the Newcastle strikers. But if you had to, uh, if you wanted a goal tomorrow, who are you putting on? Um, what's his name up front? Andy Carroll or Marcus Rashford? Who's going to get you a goal?
1: I'd rather put a cone than Andy Carroll. I'll, I'll, I'll never choose that guy. <laughs>
0: But, but if if you had to put money on it, if if you're in a cup final tomorrow, who's going to score you? Who's more likely to score a goal, Andy Carroll or Marcus Rashford?
1: You know what? I'm actually going to say Rashford, and oh. here's why. Here's why. Because Rashford, for me, while I'm not sure if I agree with your assessment of arrogance, I, you could be right. I mean, but we're not there every day, so I don't want to make that assumption. Yeah, I don't
0: want to criticise, but it's just it's maybe an easy draw for me in terms of he's got so much so quick in terms of this big money contract. Does he deserve it? <laughs> no. But um, he's quite young and he's earning potentially 300 grand a week. Yeah, He's got a right to sort of walk with his chest out, but I think it's having a negative impact on his on-field performances.
1: Yeah, I mean, up until this game, I haven't been able to fault his effort. For me, it's just been his application, his technical nous or lack thereof his quality that's what hasn't been there now as long as effort's there especially for a 21 year old you know i could say okay benefit of the doubt i think with a better midfield he'd definitely look better it is important to remember that as well
0: oh, i think everyone <laughs> i think everyone in the team they're all good players we can't criticize and say oh they're horrible they're rubbish players no they're professional footballers for man you know they have quality but it is a case of all of them needing someone better around them. If you put them all together, it doesn't work, but you need that sort of yeah. s- sprinkling of quality.
1: Yeah, I'd agree with that. Um, but for me, Rashford's one where you say, look, I still think he has a future at United, and I still think a uh, successful Manchester United does have Rashford as part of that squad. Yeah. But yesterday, it was just clear that there was no quality there. But the way we're setting up as well, Solskjaer has to take the blame for that.
0: Yeah, he you had can no say support. our midfield,
1: no You can say our midfield's not good enough. But in which it's not, but again, this is Newcastle. This isn't Manchester City, this isn't Liverpool, this isn't even Leicester. This is a team that lost 5-0 last week. So if we're putting it into that context, why are we playing with two pivots? Why aren't we playing with one deep-lying midfielder and let the other two push forward to create? Now if you're pushed forward and you've got five players in the opposition's box, or in the opposition half, I should say, and they're not creating, then that's clear. Okay, these players, it's just, it's not their day. We're playing too deep away from home to Newcastle. You know, people criticise Mourinho for this. Solskjaer, when he first joined United, attacking free-flowing football, Pogba pushing forward, the front three rotating in and out of positions.
0: Where's all of that gone? It's very static.
1: The uh, midfielders sit deep. Well, it defenses. comes back to,
0: well, we're at the pub yesterday having lunch. And I made the point, it, I think it stems from fear. He is so worried now, and potentially rightly so, so worried about losing his job. And that is why he's just not committing. The, I think we committed for five minutes um, last night. And at the end of that five minutes, that's when Newcastle got the goal. And I think that just, it just burns so I think it should, every time I go forward or every time I try and do something there, we get hurt, and I think it's just fear. He's so scared of losing the games and therefore losing his job. He's not going to go back to when there was no pressure, like the first game against well, Cardiff. For...
1: with that attitude, he's going to lose his job yeah, anyway no, because that, the that, results aren't the there.
0: Yeah, no, that, that, that's the mess he finds himself in. He's he has to gamble. he's the price you have got to pay?
1: Tom, this is relegation form. It's not even a case of okay. like we said. Okay, let, let, let's
0: talk about relegation. We can sit here and say, no, it's not going to happen. Obviously, United aren't going to get relegated. But when, and it's eight games into the season, it'll turn around. Maybe not turn around, but it'll definitely improve. When do we actually have a proper discussion about the teams below us and how many points we need to stay ahead?
1: Sorry, mate, I missed that.
0: When do you think, okay, we can all have a joke about relegation, etc. We're in a relegation battle. And hopefully we'll turn around and surely fortunes will turn a little bit. But when are we actually going to have a discussion about a relegation battle and start looking at the teams that we played Norwich in a few weeks? Is is that a six-pointer?
1: Well, I would have said that as recent as a week ago, we go there and we win. Now, I'm not convinced. And the more we keep losing, our confidence is just going to decrease and... We really need Pogba and Martial fit again, because for me, they're the only two outfield players at the moment we have with genuine world-class ability, and without them, we just look like we have nothing.
0: I was listening to one of the fan games, I forget what channel it was, on YouTube after the game, and it made a good point, which we've alluded to before, we all want players who run and sort of love the club and play for the badge, etc. And that's when we lose a game, we say all we want is someone who gives 100% effort. Well, I think we've got to the stage now they stuff the effort, you need quality. You need someone who can do something on the ball. Okay, you can have 11 people out there running around like Scott McTominay and giving their all, and that's fantastic. But there comes a time where you need to be able to do something with the ball that the other team can't deal with. And at the moment, we've got no one who can hurt the opposition. And that is, I think, where Pogba and Martial, probably two players who sort of are rightly criticised for not um, giving... I wouldn't say not giving their all, but they don't run around like headless chickens, so they are quite reserved in their... or the way they look in terms of their effort levels. Um, but they're the two players who are sort of missing the most now because they're the players with the highest highest amounts of quality in the squad.
1: Yeah, no doubt. Um, and they have a good understanding as well. Like, on the pitch, yeah. you always see they tend to do the flicks, one-twos with each other. Yeah. Um, and to be honest, since Martial's come out of the side, it's it's a surprise to me that it hasn't been highlighted more. Um, since he's come out, we look useless to him. Or almost like we've got no idea up front.
0: A, c- a, concern, with, a-, a concern with bringing Pogba and Martial... Not a concern, you have to bring them back. But it's almost a case of they're not going to completely fix the problem. So if we continue to lose, they're two of the players that aren't fantastic when you're on a lose inside. Um, like Scott McTominay whether you win or you lose you are going to get the same performance but if we're losing Marshall and Pogba are players that sort of really don't help um, they're fantastic when things are going well when they're not I wouldn't say they go hiding Pogba's the last player who goes hiding he always wants the ball but when things are bad things get really bad for both those players so okay we do need them back but cast your mind forward say we're 2-0 down against Liverpool in the first 10 minutes Pogba and Martial, the Pogba, Martial—the two players that are really going to sort of drag you out of that hole.
1: Well, it has to be a collective, and this is, comes back to the argument of where's the leadership on the field. We just don't have any leaders at the moment. Where's your Roy? You know, you, look, there's no player in in world football at the moment like Roy Keane, but you know, if I was to use,
0: modern, Maddie modern Maddie Longstaff looked like it last night. <laughs>
1: I think that says more about the <laughs> the, the opposition he faced. Um, you know, if where's our Sergio Ramos? You know, where's someone who you where's your Android Herrera? He's in he's in Paris, eating yeah. frog legs. Um, we just lack leadership across the park. There's no one willing to fight in this team and we need to start fast against Liverpool. And I know we're not scoring at the moment, but we need to score first if we're to have any hope. Because yeah. if oh, they if score one, they'll score plenty.
0: Well, well that's the thing. I remember it against David Moyes. Um, the City and Liverpool matches. We lost 3-0 both of them. There's potential for that. We could get absolutely smashed. The first goal is... Well, actually, we'll get, we'll get into the, the, the coming 10 days after the international break. But it is a, such a sort of slippery slope. If we concede first against Liverpool, panic stations. Big panic stations.
1: I think Solskjaer needs to start panicking for his job.
0: Okay, on Solskjaer's job, do you think you you almost have to accept we're going to lose the new um, to Liverpool? Obviously, it's a one-off game. Almost the story almost written, almost written for Solskjaer to get his get his sort of return win, but it's likely we're going to lose. Can he get the sack? Will he get the sack? Do you think Woodward is going to bite the bullet or?
1: Well, it's going to become a financial decision, Tom. If I go back to the case with Mourinho at Chelsea. uh, The season, but I think it was the 15-16 season. Chelsea had just won the league the season previous, but their form under Mourinho had just dipped. Mm. And they were actually getting to a point where all of us were saying, oh, you know, they'll get relegated as a joke. But they got to a point, wow, they were actually, I think it was about two points out. We are two points above the relegation zone now. It's October.
0: Well no, that, that, that's what I If if we I mean, lose yeah. to Liverpool and one or two results go against us, we find ourselves right in the middle. And that's after ten games, or, or albeit ten games um, in the midst of a relegation battle.
1: That's it. So Solskjaer can and like I've said all the way through, we can't we can't take mediocrity, you know. You can take finishing tenth tenth or above, I think I could live with. Yeah. But This is relegation form. You know, you can't be not beating your Newcastles and your Southamptons and your Crystal Palaces. That's too many teams that were losing. And just some of the things he's starting to say in press conferences now, it's just the defeatist mentality. You know what? What he's saying now is not too dissimilar to what Moyes started saying before he he went out the door. He was saying that um, pre-match Solskjaer had mentioned, you know, we've got more points against the same opposition compared to last season.
0: Which is really? true. It is it, true. It
1: is true, but it's it's mind yeah. it's mind boggling.
0: I, I just We were don't terrible what, last season. Well, that's thing. The, I don't know major chunks. The message he portrays in the media. I don't know. I hope it's a hell of a lot different behind closed doors. But yeah, I don't know. Maybe do you think he is too positive behind closed doors? Do you, well, we all say, oh yeah, he's got this harder harder sort of side to him. Do you think it doesn't matter enough? what he's
1: saying behind closed doors, mate, because it, what you're saying in the press conference is a message to the players, but it's also a message to the fans. If you're going out there in the public eye and telling people we're struggling to make the top six, we've got more points than we did last season against the likes of Palace, Southampton, Newcastle. That, to me, is a defeatist mentality. It's a small club mentality. And for me, he's starting to show the signs of, is this job too big for him?
0: Well, if you're starting to show the signs of that, I think you are showing signs, or you do have the signs of it. So do you think he's almost, yeah, or it's almost the beginning of the end for him? There's real, no real turning back for him?
1: It's not too late now for him to turn things around. But, turn but things, things around. do have to
0: change. Okay, he can turn things around, but in terms of turning things around to be the right manager for the job.
1: Look, if I'm making a prediction, I hate to say it, but,
0: I feel like he's
1: he's done a lot of correct things. He's done a lot of big things in the sense. He's gotten rid of a lot of dead wood. He's changed the mentality and the culture and put a focus back on the youth. We're going to promote our best young players. We're going to recruit promising young players. But say so from that point of view, big ticks. But I just think the job might just be a bit too big for him. I think he might be the man who, if you look at what Ron Atkinson did, when he left Manchester United before Sir Alex took over, we were finishing third and fourth. Hmm. But he, Ron Atkinson, just said himself, he's like, I couldn't take the club any further. So maybe it's a case of Solskjaer's the man to get the club going in the right direction. But it might just take someone with the nous and the ability who's done a rebuild before.
0: I think I think that's so, why me personally, I'm not going to sack him. Not that I have the decision to make, but I wouldn't sack him for the fact that he is doing those. I would say a bit of a cultural shift that there are things he's doing right off the pitch and hopefully sort of puts the club in a good position in a few years time because if you sack him now, you're going to lose that and who are we going to bring in? You're going to bring in an interim manager till next season or you're going to bring bring in another Patrice Evra, etc. And you have that new bounce and you have the same problem um, in August next season. So I think Solskjaer, what he's doing off the pitch and behind closed doors is gonna we're sort of gonna see the benefits of that in five in ten years time okay and again that is sort of a lot of short-term pain for long-term gain short-term pain for long-term gain um so yeah i don't see the value in sacking him now i don't see what changes even though you take our red hat off it's probably the right decision he probably needs to be sacked now and start start again but a, a start over. I don't see how that works with this current board because we've seen it before. We've seen three or four different start overs, so um, it's just a mess, a complete mess because there's no no answer to it.
1: Well, part of the reason they would have appointed him is he would have been cheap, right? He, he's not going to. Oh yeah, they, 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 they could get
0: rid of him. It's not Zach and Mourinho. They, they can get rid of him
1: exactly. Well, that's the thing. I, I feel like he's he's cut price enough that even if they terminated him before, it's mathematically impossible to make the top four. almost case.
0: You just mentioned Ron Atkinson. I remember Van Hal almost alluded to it when his job was really close to uh, that Christmas period where he kept losing those games. He alluded to almost resigning. Do you think, so? I don't think it could happen, but do you think Solskjaer potentially puts his hands up and walks away? Or that, no, just, that, that doesn't is, happen. There
1: is not a chance of that happening. I think Solskjaer wants to see this project through, but if you just look at him, he, he looks like he's carrying a lot of stress now. Well, there was well, that Sir part on, was the, always...
0: on the touchline. I, I felt bad yeah. for him because it's just one sort of camera angle and a, a 10 second little clip. You can't draw too much, in, but he's waving his hands about. People aren't responding. And. People, people draw a comparison and say, oh, they're not responding, they don't respect him. It could be a case they can't listen to him. they couldn't hear him. It's very hard in a stadium to sort of hear the manager. But it is how it looked. But it's how it looked. He's waving his hands, people aren't responding, and he's getting frustrated, and it's just a bad look.
1: If we're referring to the instance where he was like yelling at Chong, I yeah. just think he couldn't hear him. The guy just got on the pitch. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's a the play. You know what? I wouldn't be surprised if there's some senior players in there your Pogba's, your Martial's, who are questioning him tactically. Um, but I think your Maguire's, McTominay's, Tuan's, Aby's, these guys are right behind him. Problem is, I don't know, like I said, I, I don't know how much longer these run of results can go for. Though, If we lose to Liverpool and potentially get a draw against Norwich, I think that might be enough for him to, for, for the board to say, sorry, mate, you have to go. Because if we lose those games, you're right in the relegation. Area and look, I don't think United get relegated, but to no, uh, even be
0: there, of course not. But it's, e- not good it's enough. almost the old adage after 10 games, you have a clear idea of where the league's gonna uh, sort of how it's gonna shape up. And we could potentially, after 10 games, be in the relegation because we're gonna lose to Liverpool. Gotta, you got it, you do have to hold your hands up and accept that. Then we're away at Norwich, where we, we win in there, they beat Man City there.
1: Well, that's what I'm saying. So if we go to Norwich and we lose, we lose we're in the middle of the relegation, can you see now. him keeping his job because I can't?
0: Would you, would you say, OK, we're in the relegation zone after 10 games, Solskjaer's doing all the right things off the pitch, do you sack him?
1: So, if saying if we're losing to Norwich, yeah. I don't think we'll have a choice. No, but
0: if you're in charge, would you sack him after the, if we lose to Liverpool or Norwich?
1: I wouldn't, um, because there's still enough time for us to fix the situation. Survive the drop? <laughs> <laughs> um, may let's go down you know at least how how good would the away trips be be brilliant well,
0: everyone's sort of moaning, I think a relegation battle would be quite entertaining um it would add a sort of different type of drama it's It's got to be better than sort of fighting for seventh, eighth, or ninth or a top half finish. <laughs> Could you imagine the drama going into maybe like four or five games to go? Sort of dependent on results, and you, you're scrapping, and you bring on Fellaini to try and get a knockdown, or it could be Manzukic. By that time, brilliant, love it, oh, bring it on. Look, I don't want it to be in a relegation battle, but I could, I could find the positives. I think it'll be a little bit enjoyable. Tom, you're out of your mind. But yeah.
1: um, look, I will say this: a manager's job is building the club top to bottom, but the manager's job is also getting the most out of your players now I don't think he's doing that at the moment. Yeah. If we lose to Liverpool and we lose to Norwich and we're in a relegation battle, or worse, we're in one of those relegation spots, I think the board will just—I think they'll cut him. Yeah. Because for for their point of view, you have to remember this is a this is a business. As much as we hate that term, this is a business that relies on public shares and the values of those shares. Now. The, the the value of the club and the value of those shares would depreciate greatly if we oh. become in a in a relegation scrap. Well, so it's going to become a financial decision.
0: Well, the money they're already going to lose. We get seventy five million a year from Adidas in the shirt sponsor, but this is going to be two years where we don't qualify for the Champions League. I think that seventy five million drops to close to 40 million, 35 million um, Yeah, but that that hit for the club is going to be massive, and you've almost accepted that hit now because. it's... We've got to face it. We're not going to play in the Champions League next year, so there's two years on the bounce, and um, yeah, the, I think the club's already going to start to look at the bottom line in regards to Solskjaer. But we'll—I don't know if we can move on. But we'll look ahead just quickly to the um, when we return from the international break. It is Liverpool, Partizan Belgrade, Norwich, Chelsea in the cup, and Bournemouth all in the space of ten days. Now look, I looked at that on paper, which we've just alluded to. There's five games in ten days. There's five losses, potentially five losses. C- can you see a win? Are there? any of
1: those are any of those games at
0: home? <laughs> Liverpool is at home, and I think Bournemouth might be at home, maybe. Uh, I know Liverpool definitely is. Norwich and Chelsea, Chelsea away is in the cup. Which will be interesting to see how both teams approach that. Partizan is away in Serbia, and then I think Norwich is away. So the the travel there got away to Serbia, then away to Norwich. Well, Um,
1: Norwich and Bournemouth are both away. Uh, I've just had a look.
0: Okay, well Liverpool. So Liverpool's our
1: only home game. Our away record is well (sighs) publicised. We haven't won since Paris. You could argue some of these players left their minds in Paris, and just stayed there. Mate, I'm telling you, we're we're in for a wild next fourteen days because if Solskjaer doesn't get some good results in those games, I I think we'll have a new manager.
0: Okay. Oh, Rightly
1: or wrongly, it's I feel bad for him in the sense because he hasn't been oh, yeah. given the players. Obviously, like I don't like I've like we've both said, no manager could perform miracles with this squad. No yeah. manager would make the top four with this squad, but well you'd argue that with everyone fit you should hopefully have challenging for fourth at the very least but God, you can't be in a relegation
0: uh, 14th belt. i think not fourth but <laughs> um we'll try there's no way no point in trying to finish on a positive but we'll do our best Pubcast player of the year cast your mind back to 6 months ago when we played az Elkma. <laughs> anyone i wrote down maybe brandon williams if we're generous or did you just yeah, want I thought to say,
1: Brendan Williams actually had a very good game. Do
0: you um, want to just say no points for anyone, really? Because Williams isn't going to come into the stand-ins come May. Or you never
1: know. He could be starting center, he could be starting left back. Actually, he might point. as well. Um,
0: he honestly could. So I'd give th- him three points. Three points for Williams. I'd uh, give
1: De Gea two points.
0: Yeah, I, th- I thought De Gea was good. Um, well, he was good. Decent enough. Um, was there yeah. anyone for one point there? I'm trying to cast your mind back, people, to AZ Alkmaar. Yeah, um, zero shots on target
1: For the sake of giving people points You could say Dan James or Delo uh, Both of them uh, had Do- their moments Delo's
0: dead to me So we'll go Dan James Delo's <laughs> done Delo, okay. he's done um, Which we didn't really touch on him during the game But um, almost in the same category as Fred Now, When he turns
1: <laughs> Which is funny Because if you look at the stats it's Apparently like the Delo's too. the fastest player at the club yeah. But on the turn he is dead slow
0: Oh some, it's a little bit funny, how slow say is. Um do we bother with Newcastle? No one? Was it do we give Twins A B points or
1: uh, I thought Twins A B was faultless. He, he played really well. Um best of a bad bunch. You so, could give Twins a a three. Yeah. You could give De Gea a two because any anything that did come to him, he did clean up fairly well.
0: Yeah. Yeah, um, actually, and, I think De Gea's actually been fine this season so far. Um Okay, that's yeah, that besides the power palace speed. game, I don't want requ-
1: any howlers.
0: Anyone for one point? God. Um, Scrape in the geez. bottom of the barrel. Uh, oh, yeah. McTominay, I think. He was lively trying to make stuff happen.
1: And he'll Give get... it a Fred for having two wives. <laughs> <laughs> that,
0: that's a, the that's stage we're at. Um, God.
1: At least he goes home
0: happy. <laughs> You'd hope he go, goes home happy with that scenario. Um, <laughs> um I'd probably, maybe that's tonight now, I'm not sure.
1: While he was at fault for the goal, I'd probably give the one point to Maguire or even James. Again, while Ooh, his quality we'll go is... Maguire,
0: I, I thought Maguire was fine. I thought he was quite good. He made that tackle in the first half. Um but yeah again best of a bad bunch. Um anything else to add on the looking shambles we are
1: um shall we plug the, the football match we got?
0: Yeah, well, by the time you're listening to this, hopefully it'll all be advertised on Facebook, Twitter, etc. We are playing, or the official supporters club of United, we're playing the Liverpool Supporters Club on the 20th of October in Karimba, um, at Five Sports Karimba, raising money for Bow Cancer Australia. So, um, actually, that's the day of the game in the UK, so on Sunday at 2 o'clock we'll play them, and then I think it's 2am kickoff at night, so hopefully... We do the club round and get one win on the day. Uh, to be honest, I'd probably prefer it to be our team, to the supporters club game. I'd be, if I had to pick a win, I'd rather win that game because I've accepted we're going to lose the main game. Um, yeah. But if you are in Sydney, um, it'd be good to come down to that because always, it's always high scoring. We played Chelsea, we beat them 8-6, Palace 4-2, etc. So there's always goals, there's always red cards. and I'm sure against Liverpool there'll be red cards. So, um,
1: we play free flowing attacking football, don't we, Tom?
0: Well, it's attacking football, I wouldn't call it free flowing. It's get the ball forward. <laughs> um, hopefully, there's a mistake. Hopefully, a defender on the other team does his hamstring chasing the ball and puts someone through on goal. But, um, it's definitely attacking football. Um, free flowing is a bit of a stretch.
1: Yeah, I'd probably have to agree with that.
0: Okay, I think that's a good place to leave it. Yeah, I think so. So, thank you again, everyone, for listening again. Apologies if there are any technical difficulties. Doing this through a um, headset over the internet, it is so awkward listening to your voice in the headphones to make sure it's able to record. So hopefully um, you've been able to listen fine. Um, Again, United don't make things easy for us. So hopefully next week there will be something, actually we've got to be honest, there won't be anything positive to talk about, but we live in the hope. but we'll definitely be returning to the pub next week for a drink and another record. So thank you again for listening, and I'll see you next week, Larry. Looking forward to it, mate. All right, cheers. Bye. Cheers.